Hello and welcome to the gaming podcast. Ho, ho, ho. And I'm not describing the three people sat in this studio. It is our Christmas special. Uh, the Gaming Podcast is the official podcast of Gaming Magazine. Uh, gaming Magazine is a celebration of LGBTQ video gaming. You can go and check that out at GamingMag.com. That's G-A-Y-M-I-N-G Mag.com. There are new episodes of this podcast every two weeks. Um, so do check out um, the stream and do remember to subscribe. Um, it helps remind you when we get the new episodes out. Uh, today, I am joined by Amy and Mia. Welcome to the studio, both of you. Hi. Hello, hello. How are we? I am very sniffly at the moment, but... The answer is feeling festive. It's I'm our Christmas festive. episode. I'm so sorry. So festive. Yeah, very festive. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm overwhelmingly festive right now. Exactly. We're feeling the festive warmth. Mm. Um, as always, um, on the gaming podcast, we are going to kick off with what's in your slot. Uh, this is a segment we like to talk about what game we're playing at the moment. Um, I'm going to kick off. Um, and I've actually been playing uh, Ukulele on the Switch. Um, so that's kind of a, a bit of a sort of retro one. It came out of a couple of years ago. Um, but it's really, really cool. It's a great sort of side-scroller, uh, mashed up with a little bit of sort of 3D-ness as well, um, playing as a sort of uh, a really fun character and just running around. And it sort of keeps furthering my my dream and my desire to play sort of non-violent games that mm. I think are fabulous at the moment. Um, have either of you had a crack at it? Um, I've not. I had a go at the uh, the one that came out a number of years back, like the full 3D kind of like Banjo-Kazooie-esque mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I've not seen anything about this new one. I do like that, like this is part of the resurgence of what seems to be like the 3D slash 2D platformer, though. That's always nice to see. All those games like Super, things like New Super Lucky's Tale and this, that, and the yeah. other. There are so many like coming out now. And um, it's nice to see them be appreciated again. For a long time there, we just didn't have any, too. Absolutely. I, I think people got almost a bit carried away with like hyper-realistic graphics and trying mm. to sort of like redo the, the real-life world and that sort of thing. And I think you're right. We, we are sort of in a almost a renaissance of of good innocent graphics and good cartoony sort of stuff that's coming back out again. I mean, we sort of look, obviously, at um, Untitled Goose Game is a really good example of something that's really, really simply animated but is beautiful in its execution. Yeah, definitely. I've seen so many people get into, like, just the, the madness of that game. I quite want to play that myself. I just haven't had the chance to. It, it's really good. It? And I, I was really tempted to honk on there. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, honk, there you go. There's the general honking for Christmas now, everybody. You're welcome. Exactly. Um, <laughs> instead of ho, 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 it can be honk, honk, honk. Exactly. <laughs> no, sort of seeging off a little bit, obviously, with Untitled Goose. Um, it is, it's, it is I've, I keep saying it, it's my favourite game because... It's the only game that you can be an arsehole in. And that's oh, the whole mm. point of the game is to be an arsehole. Um, but I think it's the simplicity of it. It's, it's made by um, uh, a small Australian company and they've been nominated for one of the Game Awards. Um, sort of they've, and I think they won the Golden Joystick uh, Award the other um, last month or something as well. Yeah. Um, or one of the Golden Joysticks, I should say. So to sort of come out of the traps with a relatively simple... Base, I don't want to use the word basically animated, but simply animated, not worrying too much about sort of the real implication of it. Um, to do that is amazing. And, and it comes back again to sort of the whole ukulele thing, but also the resurgence of Mario. Um, Sonics, I think, is coming back again, am I right in saying? Um, or they keep rehashing it anyway, not I in movie form. We don't need to talk about the teeth, Amy. We okay. don't need to talk about <laughs> Sonic's teeth. Wait, they're very, 
you know, it's not that bad, but okay. <laughs> Sonic's teeth is not that bad. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. The redesign. <laughs> let's just say the redesign. I love the redesign. Let's well, if you that. didn't catch the first podcast, um, uh, Amy apparently was quite a fan of the first design. Yeah. Of the I'm original. not the only one. There are dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dozens in an entire world full of people that hated it. Mm. <laughs> I, I just have a very fine taste. It's okay. Mm. Fairy mm. teeth. They weren't furry, I don't think. I I love having my Sonic the Hedgehog look like the kid from Jumanji when he's turning into the monkey boy. Yeah. That's 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 what I imagined when when we're in the Sonic movie. Definitely. (laughs) Amy, what have you been playing recently? I have been playing Jedi Fallen Order. Oh. Which I'm sure is no surprise to anyone considering (laughs) how much I wrote about it on gaming magazine. Yeah, um it's you know, despite my hesitations with it, you can. It's a it's a good Star Wars game. I'll give it that. Mm. I don't think, I don't think it goes far enough. But I am enjoying the combat when the game actually works. It is just completely, like I, I've seen so many reviews give it like huge amounts of scores, and I'm like, this this is this combat is terrible. <laughs> it's like a, it's very Dark Souls, which I'm not a fan of, mm. by the way. I'm mm. sure people are already after my head already. <laughs> At high hunt, it's Amy. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> but it, it's just kind of like, it It feels Star Wars, and it's, you know, if you're looking for a game, uh, a single-player game of Star Wars, and you desperately want one, it's a good uh, game to go to, especially if you're not a fan of Star Wars Battlefront 2, mm. which I'm sure many people aren't because you can't be a pink Darth Vader, which is very fair <laughs> and uh, very valid. But um, yeah, it's it's great as you know, as you said last time on the last podcast, the uh, protagonist is pretty bland, and I feel like the droid was only put there for marketing purposes and because people want some merch. But trust me, I do like it. Okay, I know it doesn't <laughs> sound like I do, but I do like it. Uh, for listeners of the of this podcast that hasn't heard the last podcast, um, it, I, th- I believe it was Shay and I uh, were talking about the fact that it was pegged as this game was pegged as being an absolute game full of aliens, full of outer worlds and random places, um, and yet they still had a white guy uh, sort of fronting it, which we felt was a little bit predictable. Mm. Um, and a bit safe. Well, v- not a bit, very safe. It, it, you could have had any combination of person that could front it, but they had to go for the white guy because obviously I'm guessing the EA kind of want to sell their game, which is a shame. Well, I, I, sorry. Well, I, I feel like Respawn's answer was pretty damn stupid as well. Like, I can't remember the wording, but it was kind of like, we didn't include a woman in this uh, as a protagonist because, you know, everyone already had Ray. I was like, so well, we only allowed one woman in the <laughs> yes. game, and yeah. we exactly. allowed one to you've, you've hit female quota, so we have to stop there for the Star Wars. <laughs> that's, that's that's extremely odd reasoning. Yes, now, that's the, very the only thing that I can probably see them going for is that it's like a canon situation where they have to, like, if this story falls within the Star Wars canon, that's all underneath that branching umbrella that is Disney now. I imagine maybe there's something from slightly higher telling them that they have to do this, but even then... You could you could totally make a custom character creation. There's 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 been instances in the past, like um, Halo Reach, for instance, where like your character can be either male or female. You can customize them however you like, and it has the same impact on the story. I do feel like that's a little bit of an excuse, um, just in general. Mm. 
Like, because that, that, it would work. And you could literally just probably take, I've not actually played the game, so I'm not sure how, how in-depth is the story on that. I mean, in my opinion, Cal could have easily just been anybody because his story to me was just so bland and it's just so well-tread that it li- you could literally just make a character and be like, oh, well, this person was part of the Jedi Purge. And like anybody could have been mm-hmm. it, so yeah, I 100% agree. I feel like a character creator would have been amazing for it. But they wanted to use him because they, um, it's Cameron Monaghan, Moynihan, Cameron, what's his face from uh, the US version of Shameless, right? And the Joker, but not the Joker, spoilers. In uh, Gotham, the oh, TV show, the, the young Joker, yeah. Thing. Yeah, 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 young yeah. Joker that wasn't Joker for legal reasons because because <laughs> the film with Joker was being produced at the time. Um, so obviously, for sales purposes, they wanted they were kind of doing a Keanu Reeves cyberpunk thing mm-hmm. of having a a figure in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you could have picked any other actor. Do you know what I mean? It didn't need yeah. to be the white male actor, and mm-hmm. and and also, why do you need to have him? Do what Cyberpunk are doing. Have the character creator as the character that you're playing and have a supporting character as being the celeb. If you need, if you feel like you need to hang it round a sort of a famous face neck, but it's Star Wars. You don't need to do that. Surely. I mean, that's going to sell no matter what. I mean, it's, it is, yeah. you know, it's, it was an, it's it was one of the biggest franchises. Choice, I think. Mm-hmm. It's still on my Christmas list. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I haven't played a good Star Wars game for a long time. So if this is a step up at least, then that's a good thing. Oh yeah, so. definitely a step up. Cool. Mia, what have you been playing recently? I've actually been playing a, a few things. Um, most of all, I've been playing uh, Pokemon Sword, but I know you've talked about that. You've talked about that before, so uh, I'll keep that. I'll brief. say some words on it. It's fine. We don't mind. Yeah. Different opinions and all that. Well, essentially, like as a big uh, Pokemon fan, and we're talking like I'm, I'm the kind of person who camped out in London to go to the Pokemon store. <laughs> Like all night, um, I I'm hmm, I have mixed feelings on the game. It's it's a solid uh, game. It's a good game, but it's not a very good Pokemon game, unfortunately. And it's nothing to do with like the reduced amount of Pokemon. I know that was like a, there was a big furore over mm. the decks getting cut down. It's more about um, the, the 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 world that they've created there. It just seems very shallow, like there's not much to it. Back in the old Pokemon games, you had like a lot of dungeons, a lot of like caves to explore, and they'd have like multiple paths that you could go down and find items. And this is all a very like linear experience. Um, You get to a gym at one point and a whole town is basically just a gym. And then about five minutes later, you're at the next gym. Mm. And it just like towards the end, it just seems like so rushed and, and... hollow and shallow of an experience i really think they may have overburned themselves with like some big creative ideas like the wild area which is fantastic like a lot of the stuff in there like your uh, multiplayer aspects are actually pretty solid like you can get together with your friends go on these big raids against these massive oversized pokemon and it's it's a lot of fun um but it's it's just it at the same time it just kind of like there's something there's something missing. Mm. It doesn't have the same kind of feel that the the older ones did. And you know, being there from Gen One and seeing it progress, it just seems like it's catering more towards a, a wider audience now. But at the time, I just think back to when I was a kid and I was playing the first Pokemon game. It was like 
okay, well, this this might be a little bit complicated in some instances, but you got through it fine. So if they're dumbing it down to be more accessible, then it's, it just seems, I don't know, like they're doing a disservice to the youth of today or something. Like they, they're underestimating how smart the kids are. Or, I think there's a lot of debate. I mean, there's certainly sort of very similar views on the last podcast. So Ed, I think, had a similar mm-hmm. view that was... It, Despite it being pitched as an open world exploratory thing, it actually is very linear in terms of you go from A to B to C and you're done, the sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is an interesting debate, and I've seen a lot of it on both sides about who are they making the game for now? Yeah, are they making it for the kids of the, of the kids of today? Jesus, I'm 34. <laughs> the kids of the youth of today. Okay. Um, are, <laughs> are they making it for the kids of today, or are they making it for, um, or they're making it for the fans that have grown up with it? Um, So therefore, how do you pitch that? Do you try and make a game that fits into the canon of people that would like it? Or do you make it that it has to be accessible to the young people that are playing? And I get the feeling that they've kind of achieved neither. Yeah, Mm. yeah, it it does. It does kind of feel like that. And like that, I feel like they're so close to getting it right as well. If they just taken, I think if they take them about like six months longer, um, like there's actually a post game in this game, which has a fantastic storyline, but it all takes place after the main game. And if there had been more fine tuning, if they'd worked some of this narrative into the actual story of the game at the same time, then it, I feel like it would be, I don't know, it would it would hit a lot of the marks for me. But mm. I mean, regardless, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So yeah, and that's what we need. Mm-hmm. What else you've been playing? Um, I've also been playing. Well, I'm I'm always on my Warframe kick because uh, uh, technically I'm I'm actually partnered with D. I do have to clarify that. <laughs> um, Digital Extremes who actually make the game. So uh, they've introduced uh, this new Railjacks. Actually, do you know anything about Warframe or? I know a little, and that's because my f- best friends hammers me with information. <laughs> but I know that all I really know, I have to say, is that there's you, there's tons of People in suits, I think. <laughs> I think. Okay, so um, to, to make it, cut it down and make it easy, it's a um, space ninja game, essentially, where you're, where you're playing uh, as a Warframe, which is like a, um, like a um, essentially a war machine, but it's, it's shaped like a person, mm-hmm. and you're just going through the system, destroying everyone in your path. It's kind of, it kind of makes you feel very godly because you're extremely <laughs> overpowered compared to everything else it takes a lot of time to get into um but right now what they're doing is they're actually uh prepping for their new update which is uh, called railjack well it's called empyrean but they give you a ship to build in like your clan called a railjack and it's supposedly in the new expansion you're going to be flying around the galaxy like taking down big galleon ships and flying around in space and it all looks very uh interesting but um to get to that point uh, you have to build the ship first, which is uh, a lot of grind because um, it is a free-to-play game. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, it's it's a very little grind compared to the past because yeah. um, there have been, like, there's been stuff levied in the past that the, the whole game is essentially just one big grind fest. But if you optimize your way through it, you can get through it pretty easily. So, But um, a lot of people are excited, including myself, and that should be that new update should be dropping within the next couple of weeks. But I don't know. There's nothing... The reason I keep going back to it, other than being partnered with them, is that um, the overwhelming feeling of just being able to jump in, waste some time, just slaughter everything in your path, get something shiny, you know, get get a shiny new suit or something to put on, 
and it's just it's it's just generally um, a lot of fun. Cool. Um, yeah. S- sounds like an average Tuesday. Mm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're going to be back with what's festive on gaming right after this break. Amy, you love yourself some merch, don't you? Yes, I love some merch. Well, brace yourself. We now have gaming merch. Yes, indeed. We have caps, t-shirts, hoodies, bags, and so much more with three amazing designs. We have the gaming magazine logo design alongside two really cool wordy designs, one saying game on and one saying let's go gaming. And yes, that is with the Y in the middle of those words. They sound awesome and I want them all. Well, Amy, you and all of our UK and EU listeners can head to gamingmag.com forward slash merch. That's G-A-Y-M-I-N-G mag.com forward slash merch right now and go shopping. It's Christmas coming up too, don't forget. So go treat yourself and your gamer friends. Gamingmag.com forward slash merch, you say? Yes, indeed. Gamingmag.com forward slash merch. Welcome back. Uh, in this segment, we normally talk about what's hot on Gaming Magazine, but actually because it's Christmas, we're going to talk about what's festive on Gaming Magazine. So um, I'm going to ask all of our guests and myself, we're going to talk about what article in a festive way has caught our eye on gaming this week. And I'm going to kick off with you, Amy. Hello. Um, I'm talking about uh, the festive events in games. Like I know, well, Tomorrow, in this when it's being recorded, uh, Overwatch is getting its own very f- festive event, mm-hmm. and I enjoy it very much. Overwatch is one of those games that I I, I love, but I don't go back to for ages, for absolute ages. Mm. And then an event happens, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go back to this, and I just love events like this. I love that that games are like embracing festivities and everything. Like I know um Overwatch does the Chinese New Year as well. Mm-hmm. So I really am enjoying that games are branching out and trying to include these kind of things in into their uh, community. Um, so yeah, I enjoy the Overwatch Christmas event because you get to play as uh, May, who's one of the most ridiculous, hastily <laughs> hated characters in Overwatch. I love May, she's great. But uh, yeah, you, it's like a snowball fight, and uh, me and my friends always come together to play it. We're terrible at it, apart from my one friend who's really good at it and hates being teamed up with us. But it's fine; it's perfectly fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's um it's really good fun, and um you just basically have to hit people with snowballs, and then they're out and stuff. I'm also enjoying the Dead by Daylight uh, winter event. It's not out just yet, but I have watched people play it. And it is very good. It's mm. like um, you get um, the environments change, so you get like uh, Christmas trees and everything, and the hooks that are used to sacrifice you to the entity, which is the like a fucking demon. Please tell <laughs> me they're candy canes. Please tell me they're candy canes. Buddy, I, 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 I'm not sure, but I, you know, that would have been. But they're missing be a really trick. Good. Yeah, I was going to say you should definitely tell them if they haven't, because I can't yeah. remember. But yeah, <laughs> just sharpen to a point at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, okay. You got to tell them now. You got to <laughs> tell. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm enjoying that. Plus, they all the characters get ugly Christmas sweaters, which is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I think Bill from Left 4 Dead's on there, and he gets like uh, a really ugly like helicopter. Uh, but with snow on it, and it's just it's just it just suits Bill. It's great. 
but um, yeah, it's really good. I know they've got a lot of guest characters in there. Like um, I know they had a Stranger Things update recently as yeah, well. Yeah, they did. Does that mean that like like the Demogorgon's going to come in in a big Christmas sweater? God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. I mean, I think they're great. really difficult with licensing because they. I know they have to like pay so much or something for the licensing, but God, I really hope so. Now. Well, you just got to make it say Stranger Things on the Christmas sweater, like with a really cool ornate design. Yeah, and then, yeah. then it'll be fine. I think I think they get away with that. Yeah, God, you know you got all these good You should tell them. You should tell them this. I'm an ideas person, not but <laughs> it just comes to me. <laughs> I think um, events in games are a really good idea because obviously, as you, as you said, for people that don't play or have played Overwatch, but then go away and then maybe leave it on a shelf it's actually quite shrewd marketing to mm. sort of bring out these things of here's another reason why you can pick our game back up again or here's another reason to come back and try this again or or whatever and i know some of the online games i think star trek online do something festive as well i could be wrong it may do um but i think i, I imagine there are 101 other examples out there and do tweet us and we might read them um, about sort of examples of, of events in games that are festive. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's, it's not even just Christmas, is it? It's, as you, you mentioned, Chinese New Year and Overwatch. We mm. saw uh, Borderlands 3 this year did something for Halloween. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Borderlands 3 do something for Christmas that I haven't heard of. Because um, they did do Borderlands 2, you rightly said, Mia, sorry. Um, <laughs> just literally wandered straight over the top of that sentence. Um yeah, Borderlands 2 did a really good sort of festive DLC last I year, did. Uh, a few was, years ago. I think it was like Mercenary Day or something like that. Yes. I can't remember exactly. Yes. But, yeah. um, and they had sharpened um, candy canes oh. in that and, and evil snowmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had to sort of, um, the um, the loot boxes, for want a better phrase, that weren't loot boxes, but the, the boxes with all the crap in, um, they were uh, presents. Yeah, your chests. Yeah, yeah. Chests, that's the whatever word. Whatever they're called. That's the word. Any other events for Christmas we should look out for? Um, if I remember rightly, I think RuneScape has a good okay. Christmas event. Cause I play old RuneScape mm-hmm. because um, I'm not about that life of a <laughs> modern take. <laughs> but yeah, um, does Warframe have a Christmas event? Uh, they they do usually have like very small like Christmassy alerts and uh, like there's... There's stuff that you can decorate your ship with. Oh, you get a ship, by the way, and you can you can de- decorate it however you like. But you can uh, turn on the Christmas theme for uh, for this part of the year, which puts snow everywhere inside your ship, which is very very cute. Uh, let's say that. But they do have like um, like special missions and stuff where you can actually earn like uh, cookie like cookie profile pictures mm-hmm. and like little weapons. In fact, um, your some of your melee weapons will turn into giant oversized candy canes that you can just beat people to death with. <laughs> <laughs> That's love always it. fun. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Mia, what have you been festively reading on gaming? Well, I've been uh, looking at like all of your your lists that you've got yes. uh, coming up of like all your your best like sweaters and and, and board games and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it, um, I took a look at your uh, your games wish lists that each of you were. Um, popping up on there mm-hmm. on the site and uh, I, I figured I'd just go through and uh, give my personal <laughs> thoughts on um, judge me yeah judgment <laughs> so so Ed Ed Nightingale um, they want Ring Fit Adventure which is probably telling I'm not much <laughs> no but personally I, I actually think that's quite a cool idea Ring Fit Adventure I really want that too 
Um, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Mm, okay, Souls, Souls-like. It's difficult. I don't know if Ed could be able to handle that. Uh, Astral Chain, phenomenal game, actually. I've mm. not played it myself, but apparently that's actually meant to be really good. That's um, Platinum Games yeah, developed, I think. Yes. Yeah. All I remember about that game is the ice cream scene. That's literally all I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I saw a lot about that. <laughs> just like <laughs> madness. Like, yeah, one of your missions is just you, you have an ice cream, which is like piled mm. high, and you just have to deliver it somewhere without it toppling over, which. I don't know. It's Japanese, so you know, yeah, it explains it really. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you want a um, overpriced <laughs> walking simulator, I guess you know that's uh, that's okay. And Resident Evil Two, fantastic game, by the way. If I don't know why Ed hasn't already played it, they've gone down in my estimation now. <laughs> but I know it. I know it's a remake. But um, like the, the changes that they made for that game, I'm a, I'm kind of a fan of, of Resident Evil in general. But like RE Two was like. Super, super cool. The, the amount of change they made was was great. Um, Matt, Matt Kamen. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, you'll meet him next uh, on, mm. on the next episode, so it'd be nice. Okay. You're going to be sat next to him on the next episode. Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, fantastic game. I love <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> Walking simulator where you get packages and connect the nation. Yes, the best. You forget the babies. Mm, Trails of Cold Steel 3. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that's a GR, JRPG. Okay. All right, makes sense. Okay, another Ring Fit Adventure. Why is it with everybody wanting Ring Fit Adventure? There's got to be something there. I mean, I guess that's just like your New Year's kind of resolution thing. Well, I, ju- I just think it might be all the men wanting to sort of play with it. I'm not going to say play with it. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Bunch of boys playing with their rings. Correct. Okay, drug and I actually don't know what that is either. I don't know that. Mm. No. no. Okay. Mm. Experts. Yeah. Can ask him next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, this is the gaming podcast, everyone. Well done for knowing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which um, I actually really want to play that as well. That's uh, uh, like a Castlevania mm. like spiritual successor, isn't it? That's supposed to be quite good. Caitlin has gone for Pokemon Moon. I mean, that, that's a few generations. That's mm-hmm. like a generation back, but that's that's fine. Control. That was supposed to be like a really yeah, good game. It is. Like, yeah, I didn't get a chance to play that myself, but that was supposed to be pretty damn cool. Um, Outer Wilds. That's not the Outer Worlds. That's not so. Outer Worlds, exactly. Yeah. So Outer Wilds has also been nominated for some game awards. So yes. you can imagine sitting in the amphitheater in LA and someone says, and the winner is Outer Worlds. And, it's, and that, what? So who is getting up? Is it Outer Wilds getting up or is it Outer <laughs> Worlds getting up? And who's going to get on? The first person to the stage wins that one and they just etch the right letter off on the, <laughs> the water when you get there. I'd allow it. But yeah, Outer Wilds. Yes, and which I think is a game where you're exploring a solar system and you only have like so much time before mm. it resets. I'm not sure. Disco Elysium, which I, 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 I've heard of, but I don't know what that is. It's like a detective RPG. It's on the PC. I want that as oh, well. Nice. And 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 went for another Resident Evil 2 remake. I approve. Okay. Robin now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Judge him. Mm-hmm. Sing across from me. Luigi's Mansion. Yes. Where, where you uh, give the good... You blow a lot of things. You give the good oh, no, suck to suck. some ghosts. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yes, it's actually a really good game. I played it at Luigi's Mansion 3. It's great. Gooigi as well. 10 yes. out of 10. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which we all have interesting opinions on. But Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sort of setting out my stall too much on it, but mm. it's a Star Wars game that could be the good and that's not Battlefront, so yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, Star Wars, soul-like, I mean, I'd, I'd give that. Yeah. I'd give that a go. Need for Speed Heat. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> what? Tell me what? 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 Why? Why Need for Speed? Okay, so Heat. deep down, I'm this butch weird person that sort of actually still enjoys racing games. Right. But I'm useless at racing games. So playing stuff like Forza or uh, Gran Turismo, I've never, or Formula One, or like anything with good real mechanics of driving and the physics mm-hmm. behind it, I am absolutely appalling at. In real life, I like to think of myself a good driver. Um, but Need for Speed is that nice kind of balance between racing game, but also just herring around and being a dick. Um, and it, it's a bit Grand Theft Auto in that sense as well. Like the best thing about Grand Theft Auto is jumping in cars and just driving ludicrously mm. fast and running Be- things over. Being a dick. Yeah, mm. exactly. So if you could be a goose in that car. Oh my God, Need say. for Speed Goose. Exactly. Be muddy. There you go. Yes, yeah, Need for Speed Goose. That's amazing. And like when you're honking, you don't know if you're actually honking or if it's the horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you drive up to stuff and you go and grab like the, the lamppost or you grab the sort of... <laughs> The, tra- the traffic warden, take the traffic warden for a drive on, you on your bonnet. You go to the police car behind you, you just take the steering wheel. Yeah, and exactly, just yeah. No, waddle away Great idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. God of War, which I completely get. Okay, so God of War. So I, um, I've i only recently joined the PlayStation Club. So for me, mm. it's kind of, I'm playing a little bit of catch-up on some of the games. Like I'm doing Spider-Man at the moment, mm. which mm. is awesome. That's a good game. Um, and very gay as well, because there's a lot of rainbows in it, which sure, is really you're cool. Sure, shot as well. And you, really, yeah, exactly. Um and and the physics are quite cool as well. Mm. Like you can't swing. You, a lot of the old Spider-Man games, you could just swing anywhere. But in yeah. this one, you do have to swing near um, sort of parks where you flash it. No, that's a different kind of swinging. Um, <laughs> you have to swing in by high buildings or lampposts or something. Sorry, we've gone completely off topic. No, that's okay. Um, I mean, it's a fantastic slightly. game. Yes, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Yes. Aren't, aren't all the Lego games just the same game? No, no, shush. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, actually, in my defence, this one a it's not out yet. So I actually, my Christmas list is a pre-order of a game, which is tells you just how obsessive I am about Lego games. Mm-hmm. But actually, this one is the first one for a while that actually hold, they're using a whole new engine on. Um, so that could be quite different and quite exciting. And to be fair, the last Star Wars one was really good. Um, but it, that one was based solely around The Force Awakens. Mm. They skipped The Last Jedi, and they, they're redoing the Skywalker saga, but it's not it's not a redo of the old Star Wars Lego games. It's actually a brand new game with a new story mode and everything else. Interesting. Uh, well, at least we know that with the new engine, they're going to have really highly detailed Lego lightsabers. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've got Amy's Hell list yeah. as well. <laughs> Judge me. Pokemon Sword, we spoke about that. That's, you know, I mean, I don't want to lower, I'm not saying lower your expectations, but lower your expectations. Okay. Um, Disco Elysium, I, again, I know nothing about that, so I'm hoping that's a good game. I mean, I, I trust your judgment. It so. looks good. Mm-hmm. Life is Strange 2, you haven't played Life is Strange 2. I know, too. I know, I'm sorry everybody, I'm a fraud. Don't, <laughs> don't worry, I haven't played it either, I need to get on yes. that really. I know they're actually doing a um like a charity event this month as well. Oh yes, for the homeless, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's really cool, you can probably check that out on... Um, on Twitch or something. Mm. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, fantastic game, great. I still haven't got it. Get your friends around, beat them all up. Mm-hmm. It's always a good time. And Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I've not played that, but I've heard it's good. It is really mm. good. And as resident weeb of gaming magazine, I need to have a weeby game on my list. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. See, um, fantastic choices. My own. I figured I'd jump in and, and give you give you my own choices. Um, so. I know I made jokes about it, but I actually do want to play Death Stranding a little bit. <laughs> if only just to see 
Norman Reedus in, in his CG glory running around with a baby and in his uh in his, well attached strap to him i just want to i just want to see how that plays out and like the whole like mysticism i'm not sure if that's the right, right word around the actual game and what is the death stranding it, it, that mystery there has kind of got me um kind of got me intrigued but like again it's on my wish list because i haven't bothered buying it yet. but the if special, I the game, the special edition of death stranding should come with a sleeping bag and a pillow shouldn't it really mm-hmm. Because from what I've heard, the the cutscenes are like movie length. Oh God! And yeah. as you say, it's just gentle strolling around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it should just come with like either a pillow and a cushion, so you can sort of just relax in the corner and just be really sort of like mellow with it, or <laughs> come with sort of um, some uppers that sort of help you sort of like power through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard that uh, my, when my friend was playing it, they couldn't like it couldn't control anything until like an hour in i was like lovely (laughs) apparently the end of the game has got this massive cutscene. it's like i just want to turn it off now i've finished the game i don't necessarily need to know i think i've heard it's like a 45 minute cutscene or something crazy (laughs) just grab your uh, monster energy drink and you'll get through that quite quickly Um, other other energy drinks are available and once you're done with your well not in that game they're no true fair point actually yeah um once you're done with those those energy drinks you can um Get rid of get rid of all that extra weight you've put on with the Ring Fit Adventure, which is another one on my list. And yes, so you're poo pooing all the people having Ring Fits. And then I you, know you yourself have snuck I, a Ring Fit in your list as well. Again, this is my wish list. Like, I buy the games that I want. This is my wish list of games that I'd rather somebody else buy for. Me. Fair enough. <laughs> but how does that sort of hold up when somebody buys you a fit? It's like somebody buying your, your mum a fitness DVD. You are kind to, of saying to be you're fair, fat. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> want somebody to buy me Ring Fit. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like sort of I've I've always whenever I've had to buy gifts um, for female presenting people I've always sort of steered clear of makeup mm-hmm. and and that sort of stuff and beauty products and I and and people that buy that's a safe bet yeah last year I had a, I got a stocking off mum like I normally do bless um, and she put a bloody um, a bottle of shower gel in there and I was like are you trying to tell me something shower gel and aftershave. Well, if that's the case, then my dad really hates hint. me. He gets me <laughs> wa- like stuff to wash myself every single year. So, <laughs> great, thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, I had actually, I actually did want to check out Star Wars Jedi Fallen mm-hmm. Order. Um, I would have bought it, uh, but it's uh, published by EA, and I just cannot, I I cannot with that 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 publisher. So that's fair. Yeah, it's like every single thing that they touch, it's it's usually leaves a sour taste in my mouth um i mean i was playing apex legends up until they they heavily monetized put an axe in the game which was worth about 140 pound or something like that it was like locked behind like a war stuff and since then i was like okay i'm done it's gonna hurt not being able to buy star wars but uh catherine full body i've never played catherine it is surprisingly good like it it i uh reviewed it for polygon and it it's incredible. It is well, incredible. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was asked. You could have said Kenneth reviewed it for us. <laughs> Kenneth reviewed it there for game, exactly, though. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. Like I feel like it's very old mm. in its way of thinking, but it's mm-hmm. also very new as well. It, it's it's very complex, but yes. Well, I know for this this new one, they've, like, they've added like a whole other character with a, like a bunch of extra story stuff in there as well, and that's kind of what got me like intrigued because. There was like rumors about this third character potentially being maybe not on your cisgender spectrum, I guess. Mm. So mm. that that kind of like 
calls out to me a little bit being a, a trans woman. Um, so it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go. I mean, it's not the only reason, but like any any representation is better than nothing. So, yeah. 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 And uh, last but not least, Beat Saber. I don't know if anybody... Oh, Beat Saber. Oh, interesting. Saber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, my problem with VR stuff is it's a novelty for about 10 minutes. Mm. Um, and then your head sort of like starting to be sort of compacted into your spine. Mm. Um, and then it's kind of like, well, I'm done with this. Mm. And it sort of goes from like super novelty. I played Beat Saber at a convention somewhere this year. Um, and it was really, really good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was great because I could just give it back. And I said I've played it and that's that. And I can just move on with my life. Whereas I think with, I think it's the same. It's like you go around someone's house and it's like, hey, check, check this out. And you play it for a bit and you go, that's, yeah, that's really cool. Wouldn't need to play it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, it's interesting, but it's kind of like, it's a bit, it's not like Guitar Hero, but it is kind of, it's rhythm, isn't it? So yeah. you've got to hit yeah. all the things at the time and it comes past you and... But it's like a rhythm game with lightsabers. Yes, yeah. so. I, I, I take that point, and it is <laughs> and it is really good, cool. Um, and, and I guess if you have that sort of desire to sort of play VR, yeah. then I personally think VR is going to go the same way as 3D. I think it's going to be interesting for Possibly. about five minutes. I think like the barrier to entry there is pretty high because they're all so expensive. I mean, the yeah. most accessible one I think would be probably like your PlayStation VR, but like even so. But that's the problem like... with the PlayStation VR is until they actually sort of step up the, the tech mm-hmm. behind it, it is literally like wearing a small child on your head. Yeah. Yeah. Weight-wise, obviously. Um it? because that's just it just weighs a ton. The the best one at the moment is Oculus because mm. they've got mm. all the they've got it all built into the same unit. Because I think the half problem with the PlayStation One is you, you're still wired in various ways to everything else. So you're sort of you're moving your head around. And you've got about three different cables down your body, which takes you back out of it again because you've got your hand caught on something, and then it all gets a bit. Yeah, you really need it to be like wireless. I yeah. think like that's been the barrier entry to me is just like the overwhelming like price of it all. Like mm. if you're gonna do it, you want to do it right. But like you're talking upwards of like six hundred to like thirteen hundred yeah. pound, depending on like what type you pick up, whether it's the Oculus or the Vive or which version of the Vive, the one with the towers or again, it's it's super difficult to justify that kind of purchase mm. when there's not much of a, a an install well, there's not many that many games for it. Absolutely. Well, thank you for the judgment. Um, and it's interesting. <laughs> Any time, <to> <laughs> yes. I'm glad that I can just descend upon this podcast and exactly. judge everyone. Pass judgment and then leave. This um, won't come back to bite me at all, I'm sure. No, no. it'll be fine. We, we have, everyone's friendly in the gaming community online, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I love how you looked at me. I love it. I absolutely love that you looked at me. Um, really quickly, I'm going to have a quick chat and then uh, we'll go to a break. But there's uh, one article that uh, obviously our site is full of amazing Christmas goodies and gift lists and wish lists and everything else. But there was a story that we reported on, uh, which was originally ported on, reported on in The Mirror, which is a UK uh, newspaper for our non-UK listeners, um, about people ordering a uh, switch off Amazon um, and instead getting various items in the post that actually aren't anything like the switch, uh, including condoms, tambourines, um, and other fun things. Uh, Lego, apparently, a desk fan, and... And loads of other things, which is obviously very cheap in comparison to the £300 plus you've just spent on your Switch. And I was going to say probably not as fun, but it, it, the combination of some of those items <laughs> could, wow. could be really good fun, depending on which way and what you're into. I mean, it depends on the Lego. Like, if you're building, like, I don't know. And that's exactly what I meant. Exactly, yeah, Lego. <laughs> the condoms mm. and tambourines are completely <laughs> relevant in this sentence. Um, 
No, I, I just think that's hilarious. I, I just think it's like people ordering like Christmas presents. And depending how close you cut your order to Christmas as well, it might be a case that you've ordered your present. And what happens if it arrives in a box and you go, well, that's that sorted. I'll take just, it down to my nephew's tomorrow. Just wrap that up yeah, right away. Yeah, give them the box. And the nephew goes, oh, well, thank you so much for my switch. Oh, I... I Did I've, you buy me chewing gum, I've Grandpa? Got, what is yeah, this? I've been got chewing gum, a tambourine, and a, and a, jula, and a, and a double pack of Durex. <laughs> It's for your teeth, love. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so yes, that was our. Um, that's what I was reading on Switch and uh, just reading on Switch, reading on gaming about the Switch, and it just made me laugh because it was one of the Black Friday bundles gone wrong. I love it. That's the blackest <laughs> Friday way, right? Oh, gone the, right. It's a bleak Friday. You yeah. could be gone right, depending mm. on what else you get. As you say, order a Switch, get a load of Lego. I'll take it. Mm. I'll happily take that. I'd still go back to Amazon and complain and still oh, yeah. get the Switch but I'm not sending the Lego back. <laughs> uh, we're doing our hot topic up next uh, right after this break. Welcome back. Uh, we are back in the studio. Uh, we're talking about our hot topic. Uh, and this time it's our Christmas special. So of course we're going to talk about Christmas and specifically gaming at Christmas. Now I'm going to kick off. I recently uh, this year got myself a Switch. So this is my first Christmas of being able to actually have a good portable game sitting on the sofa, plug my headphones in and sort of drown out all the other people that are around for Christmas. And I can have my little bit of alone time, um, probably playing Lego, if we're honest, because it's just Obviously. all I seem to do on the Switch. Um, although, to be fair, given the Christmas wish list we've just gone down, I might be playing Luigi's Mansion, uh, which is something to look forward to as well. But I, I just think having that sort of space for yourself and your own little way of carving out um, a bit of time at Christmas is is good because obviously Christmas is a day or, or a few days of, of absolute overload of 101 different people coming around. Um, and also it's my birthday on Christmas Eve. So that is adds another layer of nonsense to the sort of Christmas uh, festive season. Um, so actually being able to take a switch and just sit in on the sofa and just sort of plug yourself in for a bit and just sort of distract yourself, I think, is a good survival mechanism for, for Christmas. And I'm curious what other people's sort of ideas about how to get through Christmas, because it can be quite over... It, it can be an overwhelming season if you're not either um, sort of that social or you're not that sort of um, people-orientated or, or whatever. So that's my sort of way of coping, but... Mm. I'd say on that end, if if you are looking for something just to like bury yourself in while, you know, the family is around, you just want to avoid them. Or if, maybe if you haven't got um, family to, you know, spend time with, I'd say like I always go for like a good RPG or something mm. like that. Just bury your time in like the Outer Worlds or the new Pokemon, mm. you know, something that could just take you away to a different place for a period of time is always a great idea. Anything with like a long amount of time to put your hours into as well. Although if you are going to be around family and you just want to dip out for a few minutes, then definitely you want to like get that, that Switch gameplay in there. Pretty much anything on the Switch is, is good. Look at your indie games on there as well. Like Download something like Cuphead or Dead Cells or Sonic Mania, something you can just like jump in and out of. Oh, your, your mom's called you into the kitchen <laughs> to help with the... With the turkey or something, okay, I'll just pop this down on the side and I'm right in. Then right back to it afterwards because you don't want to be there for too long. 
Well, I guess the secret then is not playing online games where you can't mm. pause. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a nightmare. Running around like a headless chicken or a headless turkey, as the case may be, because you can't pause your game, so you're still trying to keep it going while you're stirring the gravy with the other hand or something. Yeah, that would be absolute yeah. nightmare. Come on down. <laughs> like, I'm in the middle of it. We've got the Christmas dinner on the table. Come on. <laughs> I Mia, can't pause. You talked about loneliness a minute ago and about sort of, and that's just to like ping an idea from my head. Is there, as, as our resident Twitch streamer, is there a kind of a Christmas Twitch? Um, how, do people stri- do people stream on Christmas Day? Because I know on Twitter um, there are various celebrities um, that that do uh, sort of Christmas tweeting as as a way of sort of softening mm. maybe the the sort of emotional impact of Christmas. Well, it's um it, it's interesting that you bring that up. I assume that they're probably because obviously Twitch is a, a global platform. Mm. It spans all the time zones. So True. I imagine that if you were to go on there, if you didn't really have anything to do on Christmas Day, there'd probably be someone streaming on there. Whether or not somebody is doing like a dedicated stream so people aren't lonely at Christmas, mm. it's likely that there's something on there like that. Yeah. Um, I just I, thought it'd be a really nice platform and a really way, mm-hmm. really cool sort of, almost like a friendship streaming kind of thing of we'll just play a game together for a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, That just sounds like a really wholesome idea all yeah. of a sudden. I mean, the, the, I, well, we just had, um, well, America just had their Thanksgiving, mm. and there are definitely people I know who are streaming uh, in the U.S. on Thanksgiving mm. saying, okay, well, I'm going to be streaming, so there's always something there for you. And, you know, it's a friendly place with a lot of people, and, like, there is so many streamers now, an overwhelming amount of streamers now that you, you're definitely going to find somebody that you like. Um, regardless of where you go, you just have to, you know, look and take the plunge. I mean, for me personally, like my whole life is pretty much streaming now, but it's, um, I've made some of the the best connections with other people online. So if you are the type of person that's kind of antisocial and you don't make friends that easily, like that's, that's definitely an option there for you as well. But on the other hand, um, if you are kind of like all about family at Christmas, um, like myself, like I'm constantly with family at Christmas, then like the games that I would probably take for them. Well, it used to be um, just just any old whatever console that I had at the time. But the Switch is actually fantastic for that kind of thing. You know, your Smash Brothers, your your Mario Kart, your your One Two Switch is is kind of like a fun party mm-hmm. game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my personally, my family is not that into uh, video games, so I kind of like lean back towards like your more traditional stuff like charades or my my dad's constantly bringing out the uh the endless amount of quiz board games and <laughs> it's it's a nightmare because he knows the answers to all of them because they're all music <laughs> the based yeah. yeah but you can get um obviously the the good thing obviously as you say about the switch is obviously you have the uh, the board game based games mm-hmm. on yeah. Switch. I so say, have you, have you Monopoly, played? Trivial Pursuit yeah. one yeah. is really cool. Yeah, I love Trivial Pursuit. Every time me and my friends get together, we just play that. Everyone's like, oh, we should play, you know, people are like, you should play a Super Mario Party. We're like, no, I'm playing Trivial Pursuit. Mm-hmm. But I love the one on the Switch because it, it casts it as a game show. Mm-hmm. So you're in a game show and they sort of are doing Trivial Pursuit approach, but as you're playing on the screen and they do all the animations and stuff mm. like you're on a game show which is really cool I used to love playing uh, the Scenit games when they had those yes. with the actual buzzers yes. back on in the Xbox days and I think like the, the modern equivalent of that for me has been the like Jackbox party games like that's the one game that my family will definitely get into because they everybody has a device everybody has like a mobile phone or mm. a tablet or something and it's pretty easy just to 
get to grips with that. And there's so many options, whether or not it's like a trivia game or you're drawing something or you're murdering each other or pretending to be monsters. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. So that one is like a for sure. If, you, if you've even, you know, if you've just got a computer and a HDMI cable, you've got that. You know, cool. just, just link up your Jackbox party games. Yeah. I think that's on Switch too. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say that that, that that is the sort of the new best thing about obviously Switch mm-hmm. is is it easy to sort of take around and plug in and and you're away doing a party game sort of thing. That I remember the Christmas has gone by of like oh, I'll bring my PlayStation down from upstairs and we can mm-hmm. play games in the in the lounge. Like, well, just give me an hour's notice and I can go and yeah. unwire twenty different things, bring it all down and strewn mm. around the lounge and get under the Christmas tree to go and get the last remaining plug socket. And I, I legitimately used to like fill my backpack with like my console at the time and like lug it all the way yeah. to my, my dad's house or something oh, like God that me. and set that yeah. up. And then invariably nobody would be interested in actually playing at the end of the day. So I would have taken <laughs> it there for no reason. Well, so. that's always the problem, isn't it? Everyone has the Christmas dinner and then just passes out on the sofa. Pretty much. I was going to say that's like every, that's what I do for Christmas sleep. And, uh, <laughs> Well, my, actually, my niece recently got into, like, obsession with, like, board games. And I love board games, so it worked out. But even, like, silly pi- uh, like, uh, party games, sorry. And it's like, um, I got her Pie Face, which mm. is one of those games where you put your face in and you spin a, a little ring and it's just, you know... You're gonna get some, and you get a face full of white cream. Yeah, exactly. And, fun yeah. for all the family. <laughs> fun for all the family. I mean, even funnier for me because she's completely oblivious. <laughs> but you know, it's great. It's great fun. And um, even like I'm, I know I feel like I'm the only one who likes it, but I love Monopoly, so I play it at Christmas as well. Nobody else wants to play, but I force them to. I'm, I always play the banker. Um, banker. Of course. Banker always wins, though. That's that's. The, yeah, yeah, because you can fiddle it. Exactly. I know. <laughs> I can't, I'm not playing it with you then. I know for sure that you're fiddling it. But they've actually just brought out the new Monopoly Cheaters Edition. Oh, have they? Um, really? Yeah, that comes with handcuffs and everything. But mm, okay. um, that's a whole yeah. different breed of Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I, no. Pass go and collect 200 spanks. No, um, mm-hmm. but no, this one is. It, it, it literally is about cheating, and it's about trying to find ways of cheating. But if you get caught cheating, then you get locked physically locked to the. That's it's attached to something, so you oh, wow. you actually get a handcuff put on you, sort of thing. I so like how many times they can just resell the same game with some well, different just released, mechanics. Yeah, exactly, it's the same bloody thing. But they, they they've just released another one, which actually um, has it's not Alexa, but it's a voicey thing. Right, yeah, built cool. into it, and it's okay. na- it's now Monopoly voice banking because all that picking up a piece of paper and handing it to someone so last year, and now it's like oh Monopoly guy give so and so two hundred dollars, and it's like before long it's literally going to be we're going to set the game up on the table. You press go, and they just declare who the winner is because <laughs> moving obviously. the pieces is going to be the next thing you don't want to do, and and moving everything else and putting a house down is is so yesterday. So they're going to... It, it literally is becoming how close can we get a board game to a video game without mm. having to turn your telly on. Just wait for your Monopoly cerebral implant yes. about 30 years' time. <laughs> yeah, your Monopoly implant that sort of like suddenly means you can send it, you're really good at property. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope that's a thing. You go True. to jail, you just can't leave. You're trapped in there forever. Yeah. Constantly just rolling doubles in your head. <laughs> And talking of board games, then, um, I'm going to talk to our board game expert. Of the board games at Christmas, 
Um, what's your recommendation for good board games for Christmas Day? There's not Monopoly, like proper tabletop games. Like, uh, well, it's funny, actually, because um, I'm actually planning uh, a small tabletop RBG for my niece and nephew this year. So, you know, even the silliest things, like, you know, you just put dice in front of them, you give them a sheet of paper, write down some stats, and just be like, okay, we're going to play uh, Dungeons and Dragons or even, I don't know, Star Wars RPG. And they, they like like they like role playing because they're kids and they just like doing that kind of thing so I think even if you know even if you feel like you have small children and you're like oh I have to like dumb it down you don't have mm. to dumb it down you just don't have to do it because but kids if love it yeah and, and, and I think that's the, the, the wonderful thing about kids I think is you can just introduce them to any concept and they just take it run with it and, and make the most out of it but I'm not going to. But if, if I were to invite you round on, on Christmas night, thanks very much. Yeah. If 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 you were all right, it, all right, I'll, I'll put it a different way. If, if you <laughs> if somebody else had invited you round on Christmas night and and they said bring a board game and you went to your stack of board games, what's the board game that you would grab and take with you? Probably not a board game per se. I'd I'd probably grab Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good yeah. one. That's always a good one, particularly mm-hmm. for sort of drunken. Drunken parties and stuff. Yeah, you really find out what people are really like when they play cards against humanity. And it's a good way of sort of almost exposing your Christian aunt or something as well. Because she poo-poos it, but before you know it, she's playing Jade Cuddy's Cancerous Corpse and she's she's laughing at that one and is away with it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to find anything like that about my family. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I would probably bring um, either Risk or Cluedo, because I love the classics. I don't care. Mm. I love the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, snakes and ladders. Snakes yeah. and ladders. Some snakes and ladders. Yeah, I'd love that. Drinking snakes and ladders. Oh, mm. yes. With the playing with the shot glass. I don't think I can play it with my niece and nephew. No. Yeah, just, just water it down. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Ribena. Yes, yeah, Ribena. Just juice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just have just, uh, just, if just it juice. It makes them go to sleep faster, actually. But, um, just a little bit of brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd like to. I also like um, playing. Oh God, what's the game called? Um, can't remember. It, uh, oh, Catan. I know that. Oh, that's a. Uh, mm. I really love Settlers of Catan. I yes. love it to death. Yes. Unfortunately, no one else in my family does. Oh, come on, so, we yeah, can play there it. Go. That's 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 it. I will. I will gladly do that. I would love to play Settlers of Catan again, but. Nobody will play with me. Just <laughs> people solo. just don't have any taste. It's tragic. It's really tragic. Mm. But that's the sort of modern... Is that the modern thing? We seem to have moved... There, there was a phase a few years ago of, like, all these board games, and, and I think somebody was doing, like, Star Wars version of Settlers of Catan. I know there's a Star Trek version. There's a Star Trek version. There's mm-hmm. various other versions of that. There's various other versions of, like, what I would call proper tabletop games. Yeah. Mm. Whereas now it's kind of like, I will just play Monopoly or I'll just bring Cluedo or whatever. Like, if you were going, like, hard in, mm-hmm. what is... And you knew you were going round to a board gamer's party, what is your sort of board game that you'd want to take with you? Well, I, I would definitely... One of the ones I would take is definitely Catan mm. Um, mm. because, like, the, um, there's so many, like, expansions and stuff you can add on to that as well. But if you want to go with a classic, Catan is a classic. Um, maybe some quick games, too. I've got, like, uh, zombie dice and stuff like that. I used to watch a lot of um, this, this, there's this uh, web series on Geek and Sundry. I forget what it's called. I think it might have just been called Tabletop. Yeah. 
and I think Will Wheaton. Yes. Uh, yeah. So there's like a yeah. bunch of stuff on there that I always wanted, but it's like, yeah, it's a bit expensive at the moment, but I'd love to like dive back into that with people that would, would uh, want to play mm. those board games. Mm. But it's very hard to play a board game by yourself. <laughs> yeah. It is. Always really sad if you have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just get uh, your pet to play. I do sometimes. I'm just like, um, I'm just like, you know, right. mostly asleep. I'm like, mm, snore if you want to, if it's a, do you want to go? Okay, well, yeah, it's And just now very we're getting tragic. an insight into Amy's life. I mean, <laughs> it, all you need to do is setting up settlers of Catan and just positioning your dog and your cat. Like, <laughs> so, well, oh, well done, well moved. Do you win every time? Um, not all the time. Okay, so that's <laughs> even weirder then. <laughs> There's definitely some classics that I would probably pick up, um, but I've never actually had a chance to play them, like uh, Ticket to Ride and, um, oh, there's this one with, like, flying dragons as well and you can't hit the sides. I forget what it's called, though. I think I've heard it up. Yeah. I have no um, idea what that's called. No, I can't. Oh. There's one I played a couple of years ago where one of you, one of the group has to be the mole. Oh. And you... you have to it's a strategy thing so you're playing through you're building out these um pieces you put different pieces mm-hmm. down build it all out and the team has to undertake certain missions about moving things from a to b or protecting certain things mm-hmm. or whatever else whereas one of you is the mole and you're trying to slightly sabotage who you send out i have a feeling it's a zombie related one as well right. so you actually have to sacrifice people to get sacrificed so the yeah. players that lose you mm-hmm. get sacrificed and that's it but the faster you the faster you know can find out who the mole is, then the more you win. Or if the mole manages to knock off a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, and actually the, the clever thing is not only to knock off other people, but also to cast doubt on other people. Right. So you're sort of potentially setting the other person up to look shady. Yeah, but you've like, actually manufactured cool. that. Those are some. I of wish the, I remember the, the name best of games. it. I know there's a there's a game like that called I think it's called Secret Hitler or something. It wasn't like that. that. I don't remember. That. I, I, I don't remember yeah. that because that was. <laughs> but I think yeah, there's 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 a game where one of you is uh, a very bad person in the group, and you're trying to like flush out who who that is. Like those kind of like social interaction games, yeah. I think mm. are probably some of the best times that you can have around a table if you're just consistently lying to each other. So. Yeah, I enjoy mm-hmm. um, the awkward storyteller as well. Uh, I recently posted about that mm. on gaming, but you, you basically, you become a storyteller and people's, like, they ask you questions and through that question you have to tell a story. It's really good, really fun, especially when you're drunk because you just make the craziest crap up. <laughs> um, going back on to uh, video games for a second, um, I tell you one thing that I'm actually was disappointed by is Mario Party. How could uh, you? I mean, is anybody ever happy when they play Mario Party? I was going to say that's a very good point. Like sure. I've almost lost friends through that game. <laughs> and the reason why is I like a scoring system that sort of makes sense. Mm. Mm. So if I'm doing stuff and earning stars and going around collecting stuff and winning the little stupid games and everything else, I want credit for it. Mm-hmm. And you do get credit for it, apart from when it gets to the end where they award all the bonus stars. Oh, yes, yeah. And it doesn't make any bloody sense. Like, I am mm. well ahead of the... I, I'm well ahead of everyone else. I'm, like, four stars to other people's one. I'm gloating. And then they all get, like, five stars for doing this. One star for showing up. Two for the just looking pretty or whatever. And it's like, you just... You might as well skip 
that two hours you've spent of going round and round the board doing all the little mini games and just go straight to random points allocation and just call it a night. Mm-hmm. I think that's the uh, Nintendo family fun mm, rule, exactly. you see. Like, because they did the same thing in Mario Kart as well. Yeah. You could be in first place. Oh, the sabotage, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all the way through. Yeah. The whole, no, the whole thing is just, and it really frustrates me that it's, you, you're playing a game that has a point to it and you're playing a game that has scoring, yet the winner, the one who's obviously earned it, um, doesn't win. Like I understand that, but that's made me win so many times, so I don't get it. At the same time. <laughs> like, mm. So, if, if anything, I would say, as the game is like, get good, Robin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, what else gaming related at Christmas are we doing? What's we've talked about wish lists. We talked about games to get us through. We talked about tabletops. Are there any games you don't want for Christmas? Are there any games that you're at risk of being bought that you really don't want for Christmas? Oh, my family would never buy me video games. They wouldn't know where to begin. No, <laughs> like I say, if I wanted like something gaming related for for Christmas, it would probably be like stream related stuff, like setup yeah. stuff, like peripherals, or you know, um, I've actually got this this fantastic um, custom controller. Uh, that I got from like the Xbox Design Lab. Mm-hmm. So like if it was something like that, oh, nice. that would be that'd be great. Because that's no. really cool. The, mm-hmm. the the way you can sort of cast different colors and different all the different elements of it and everything else are really really good fun. Yeah, I, mine has like these uh, metallic purple like triggers on it, and I'm really mm, really happy nice. with it. So anything like that, um, or like just extra stuff to like enhance my personal setup would be great. Like. Um, I've always been fond of like RGB lighting stuff. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's cool. there's this kit, I forget what it's called, but you can like pop it on the back of your TV and like run the HDMI through it and you'll like change the colors behind the TV yes. based on what's on yeah. it. Yeah, I've like, seen that. That's really cool as mm-hmm. well. That's always good. Yeah, that there's, could work. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff. If, if like me, you're a streamer, there'd be so, so many things to actually like easily help your life, which are like video game related or just help you mm. with, with that. Um, like anything like Elgato releases. I'm not sure if you've heard of Elgato as a company. I have not. No. I, no, it really they do matter. like all the streamer stuff. They, ah. They've got like a stream deck, which is just like a different button inputs. Mm-hmm. Oh, but cool. it's not just for like streamers. You can, no, I'm not selling this by the way, <laughs> just, just to make that clear. But it's like uh, you can like just at a push of a button, like open all your programs and stuff. So I can see how that would be helpful for like creatives. And that being said, if Elgato wants to sponsor this podcast, yeah. we have advertising <laughs> totally. <spots> available. <laughs> Do get in touch. <laughs> Defo. Uh, thank you to you both. Uh, that was wonderful. Thank have you. Have a fantastic thank Christmas. Um, it's been really good fun, as always. Uh, we are going to be back in two weeks' time with our new year, end of year, end of decade special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mia's joining us back for that one, and Matt's back in the studio. So I'm sure you can have a lovely conversation about the judgment that you passed upon his games. Yay. Robbie wouldn't let me come because I might say Fire Emblem is game of the year. He yeah, that's, that's not a game of the year. <laughs> Fire Emblem is not a game of the year. It probably is, to be fair, but not in our world. Not in my world. Not in my head. <laughs> um, thank you again. Um, back in two weeks. Do remember to subscribe. Um, it will tell you when the next uh, episode comes available. Um, keep up to date with all of our social media. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Gaming Mag, G-A-Y-M-I-N-G, Mag. And, of course, go and check out GamingMag.com to read all of our fabulous stories that we talked about here and more. Have a fantastic Christmas uh, to you. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye.